Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. They call me the Emerald City Exile. And so where do we look? Well, a lot of people are looking to Ron DeSantis, and there's good reason for that. He coined a great phrase, Florida is where woke goes to die. But he also governed that way. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Fetterman as a nominee at some point for president, um, I know there's some variables, obviously. <laughs> but just a few. Just a few. But I just, you know, it, it, what he did in the, in the super red, deep red parts of Pennsylvania and the way that he ran ahead of Biden, as you were saying, ran ahead of Trump, I mean, it just makes, it makes you wonder about his future. Really? That's MSNBC. They're floating Fetterneck as the potential president. Oh, my gosh. I know there's some variables, like the fact that he doesn't know really where he is and he can't really talk and, you know, he's in recovery and it's so bad. Welcome back to the show. You're surly curmudgeon here with you. Oh, man. I wish I had better news. Well, look, this is what I do have for you. Hold up. Hold up. So apparently Cook Political Report has some raw data. And what they're saying is that Republicans did better in the 22 midterms. It was plus 6.1 than they did in the 2014 midterms, plus 5.7. Can I just, Anne, like how far back do you have to go? <laughs> right? Look, they did way better, guys. Way better. In 2014, look, you did better than in 2014. Oh, wow. So that's dumb. So. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, go back further. Go back even more. I I don't know. Like, what is that even? Is that, it might be an ignorant. I just, that seems so stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, it's, so they did better then. It's in 2014. Okay. Yeah, they said the GOP is ahead in the generic congressional vote by six plus. Uh, so can we wait for everything in first? We don't even know yet. We're still counting. They don't know how to count above 360, apparently, uh, the people doing the elections out in uh, Congressional 3rd District in Colorado. What comes after 360? (laughs) Is it five? But there's three numbers here to make one larger number. What comes after that? Right? It's where we're at. We don't know how to count. Oh, man, alive. So, uh, as I said, welcome back. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter over on Substack, Chapter and Verse, because if anything happens, I'll put it out there and uh, I'll have the link on uh, Facebook, too. But Harmony Dillon, had, she tweeted a little bit ago and said the biggest problem right now in Arizona, it's Maricopa and Pima County. And she says the Pima recorder is even more political, and less cooperative than Maricopa. She says to her, it kind of looks like they're slow walking some stuff. I mean, if you wanted to look at the, let's look at, mm, let's go and look at the Pima County recorder. Oh boy. I mean, so you want, oh man, she's got everything that you would want in her bio. Uh, she's got pronouns, ding, zenial, ding, which, what is stop with that? That's so stupid. That's what they call baby Gen Xers. Either be Gen X or millennials. Shut up. Uh, oh, and then she has dismantling white supremacy, ding. Man, your bingo card's already almost full if you were counting all this. So, yeah, she's like super politicized. What was it? Someone was telling me. Who is it that is it USPS that does that that carries the the transports the the votes, the ballots? And they're allowed their unions allowed to make endorsements, right? Apparently. 
So why are they allowed to transport ballots if you can make endorsements? Right? I mean, I understand that people are going to have their political beliefs, but I think that when you seek government jobs, you forfeit that kind of as a trade-off because that undermines, I'm just going to say, if you want to undermine people's uh, trust in the electoral system, their faith in the system, being overly political while having these government positions is a really great way to do it. That's just a great way to do it. And that's kind of what we're seeing. I just can't believe what it's, it's, I mean, we're literally in the middle of our second hour on Thursday and we still don't have totals. Caltech Innovation is back to back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent pending 15 round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full adjustable rear that all comes standard it's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns the p15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy accurate handling while the all metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel the p15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world see the new nine millimeter p15 first up close and personal at keltecweapons.com that's k-e-l-t-e-c weapons.com and now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So let's look at the headlines. Boy, I don't think any of us are going to be doing this today. Maybe we should, though. Meditation works as well as Lexapro for treating anxiety. Lexapro sounds like software. Can I just be real? It does. Mindful Mindfulness meditation. That sounds like some hippie stuff. It worked uh, as well as a standard drug for treating anxiety in the first head-to-head comparison. And they said that the study tested a widely used mindfulness program. It includes two and a half hours. Okay, this is where you get me. Two and a half hours of classes weekly. That's two and a half hours. I don't want to commit to just sitting still in my head. I got to move around and do stuff. And 45 minutes additional daily practice at home. That's 45 minutes of sitting there. That's so stupid. It's dumb. Get a hobby. They were randomly assigned, blah, blah, blah. This is stupid. I'm done reading it. I don't like it anymore. Moving on. A sheriff apologizes after a legally blind man was arrested because his cane was mistaken for a gun. Is Kali, is this sheriff, is, were the, all the officers named a variation of Joe Biden? I'm just curious. Two deputies are suspended. A Florida sheriff apologized. A, a visually impaired man, he was arrested. He had literally had a cane. He was walking, a walking cane, and it was mistaken for a gun. And he was accused of resisting an officer without violence. And, I mean, it's literally one of those, what is it, the telescope, the, the ones that come out, the telescoping, it's whatever, canes. It's a stick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just, like, flips out, and then you can pack it up. I've had, like, great aunts that have had these things. It does not look like a gun unless you have no idea what a gun looks like. Can I just say that if you don't know the difference between one of these canes, a walking stick, and a gun, you shouldn't carry one as a cop? Okay, thank you. Uh, so yeah, the sheriff, and thankfully the sheriff was like, yeah, this ain't right, you know, blah blah blah. So they are, they're, they're going to be accountable. Uh, but that's just crazy. And the dude wasn't, he minding his own business. He just, and it's just crazy. Uh, we also have this. The da, 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 ooh, uh, I'm not going to get into the. I want to get the cobra one because this is me. This eight year old boy is my spirit animal today. Eight year old Indian boy bites and kills a venomous cobra that attacked him. This is amazing. 
eight years old. His name's Deepak. He killed a cobra by biting the snake twice. It launched his own attack on the boy in uh, Joshpur, but he was like, not today, and he bit it himself. He bit it twice and killed it. He killed the snake. The eight-year-old boy killed the snake. I want to go into metal work so I can make a metal and give it to him and then retire from that profession. That's all I want to do. Stick with us. we got a lot more in store. It's Surly Day. Hey, let's see. Oh, let's do this one. The great Miss Greater Dairy. <laughs> I loved that when the photo went out on this, they actually had felt like they had to circle the individual about whom this was. This is about this. You know, this lives a TikTok. And it said a biological male won Miss Greater Dairy, which is a beauty pageant in New Hampshire under the Miss America organization. Brian Nigan became the first uh, transgender to win a title under the organization. Uh, he is a. I mean, they did. They circled it because there's one large or a big gal, <laughs> big girl in a red dress. She's like two of the other ones. And then you realize that's a dude. Almost three of the other yeah, that is a total. That's a dude. Uh, yeah, I. it's a male who is. She sounds hideous. Well, she's yeah. a guy, so. Yeah, it was a guy. Uh, I mean, look at. So he's standing next to Miss Portsmouth. He could break Miss Portsmouth in half. If, if so, if you're watching the nationally the simulcast of the nationally syndicated radio show, Miss Portsmouth is the littlest littler girl next to him, and she looks tiny, and he could just throw her, break her, and throw her in half. So he was chosen uh, to be the Miss Greater Dairy. So he took the female title away from all of the females. So he made all the women irrelevant. Because now Miss America is about dudes, apparently. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Yeah, it's ma'am. Miss Crater Day. You know, we wouldn't have known if they hadn't circled him, that this fellow in the picture. You know, we wouldn't have known. I mean, I'm just like, let me, for those of you who can't see it, let me describe it for you. So he's, uh, there's a bunch of, uh, a bunch of young ladies in cocktail gowns, cocktail dresses. All of them are in cocktail dresses. And they all have their sashes, Miss So-and-so, Miss This Town, Miss That Town. And then right in the middle, (laughs) right in the middle is this rather large individual in a a red gown. And that is uh, Miss Greater Dairy. Oh, and he got a scholarship, too. So there was a woman who didn't get a scholarship. I mean, it's a great, I mean, this is great. I mean, because we wouldn't have known who he was had they not circled it. He just blended right in, you know. We would not have known. I mean, man, what? We would not have known. It's like wearing pink camouflage out in the out in the woods. We wouldn't have known, Kane. We really wouldn't have. I, I have, I've got questions. Uh, because it's the, this is between the ages of 17 and 24, and honestly, I really feel like the one girl he's standing next to, she looks like she's 14, but she's probably seven. She's probably like the youngest there. I mean, I just, I've got, I don't know. I got questions about this. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. 
It's time for Florida Man. Hmm, I got a couple different stories here. A Florida man was pretending to be Irish while committing fraud. <laughs> this is new. Panama City, Florida. Florida man was arrested after committing multiple fraudulent transactions while pretending to be an Irish national. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement was aware of this man using the name of Declan Quinn to commit fraud. Uh, they found that Mr. Quinn had won the position of HOA Board of Directors Presidents at its Washington County neighborhood. He used his standing in the community to obtain a $17,000 loan fraudulently. And then he even used the fake name to sign the the uh, notary note saying that he's going to the, the repay the loan, which he didn't do. And then they found out his name was Daryl Bulky. And he was a convicted felon out of Wisconsin. He also said he was a member of the Irish Army. He used a fictitious Irish... Okay, so I'm curious. Did he did he fake the accent, too? That's what the story does not tell us. And I'm really upset with it. Because if you're going to go that far, I want to know. Did he fake the accent? Like, hello, I am Irish. Look at me. I love me lucky charms. I mean, like, what did he, what did he do? How did he... I'm just curious. We need to know these things. But he... Um, also obtained over $1,000 worth of items at a store. So he was arrested. He has, uh, He's charged with a bunch of third-degree felonies. So uh, let's see. I just shared in Slack with you guys a video of an underwear-clad man eating cheesecake in the middle of the Everglades. Uh, also, yes. Wait, yeah, that happened. I, I mean, it's not a news story, but it's like a video that exists. I don't even, I just, that's what, I don't know. It's, it's, it's Thursday. Uh, also, additionally, pull this up. A man accidentally stabbed himself while he was stabbing someone else, said Florida cops. It was a fight over a woman, and one man stabbed himself while he was stabbing somebody else, according to Hernando County Sheriff's Office in Florida. They don't know how exactly what happened, but both of the men ended up in the hospital. The fight erupted 1030 last Friday, and uh, they said that neither of the men lived there, but bad timing saw them bumping into each other. They became engaged in an argument over a woman who resides at the residence. One brandished a large knife, stabbed the other victim, and then during the incident, he stabbed himself. They found the 26-year-old suspect at the neighbor's home, and he said that he didn't have no ill intent when he stabbed the victim numerous times. He just wanted to put the fear of God in him. That's literally what he told the police. So they took the 24-year-old victim to the trauma center. He's expected to make a full recovery. The other guy was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. His bond was set at $25,000. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. God rest Rush. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Mitch McConnell's probably just fine with what happened in the midterms, honestly. And so where do we look? Well, a lot of people are looking to Ron DeSantis, and there's good reason for that. He coined a great phrase, Florida is where woke goes to die. But he also governed that way. Check out the Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.